All right, welcome back inside our proactive newsroom. And joining me now is Frank Bassa, the CEO of Canada Silver Cobalt Works. And Frank, it's great to see you again. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thanks a lot, Stephen. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, we got so much stuff to catch up on, lots of things going on because the company's been extremely busy. So thought it'd be a good opportunity to start with the, the Grawl property in Quebec because you've got a number of different pieces of news on that. First off, um, you are hoping to spin that out and you've received uh, the direction from the board of directors now to yep. go ahead with that. Is that right? Yep. Yeah, we're going to, you know, what we're really going to do here, Steve, uh, basically we're going to kind of simplify our company. Uh, you'll notice uh, what we have in Canada, silver, cobalt. We have base metals, precious metals, and now lithium. Uh, so what we do is we always acquire these, uh, what we call assets when they become available, and then we just spin it out. That's what how happened Castle. You know, we, we picked up a, a former producer for about 25000 and then we, we kind of took that up to a few few million dollars in market cap. So hopefully, uh, you know, by this, doing this, we're all spin out. We spent a little bit of money on it. We did about 60,000 meters of drilling, and uh, we found three structures. The longest one is the one we'll be focusing on. It's about six kilometers long, and uh, uh, so it's a, it's a, something to stand alone. Normally what we do is we give the shareholders of CCW uh, a share and a warrant. And last time we did this, for example, when CCW spun out, the shareholders of Granada basically got $16 million of dividends uh, when we spun it out. So it's kind of a nice deal. And hopefully uh, we'll do the same thing here. So uh, we're at a stage whereby the results are good. Uh, we uh, just put out a picture of some core. It's about 30 meters, massive sulfide. Uh, I, I think it could be a potential to find something quite significant. So I think it's a good standalone project on its own. Yeah, you released those uh, figures this morning, as you mentioned, and uh, so people can head to your website and take a look at the full release. But as you mentioned, 29.9 meters of massive and semi-massive sulfide. So that's pretty positive to start off with. Yeah, see, we really had some drill results came back at over 1% uh, nickel. There's a fair amount of copper. Cobalt showed up, a little bit of cobalt showed up, and but then also platinum palladium showed up. Still early stage. And I think, like I said, we'll keep the six kilometer structure and uh, we'll kind of drill that off and uh, hopefully it does well. Okay, let's move on, Frank, and talk a little bit about the Castle Mine Waste Rock, um, the concentrate from there. You re returned some pretty strong results. Uh, tell me a little bit about, about what's going on there and then obviously the results. See, what we're trying to do is, uh, we're trying to uh, go actually underground the Castle Mine. Uh, we spent uh, about $4 million rehabbing the first level and we found there's a fair amount of mineralization. We did a bit of a drill program. And so we also found a fair amount of gold. Uh, so uh, we broke into the stopes. The stopes is, you know, um, you know where the guys mined and pulled out the high-grade silver. But we found the stopes full of cobalt and also some silver. So, uh, you know, we're trying to amend the closure plant so we can get a, uh, you go in there and, and take a very large bulk sample. In the process of doing this, uh, we kind of uh, went through the waste pile Basically, what's in the stopes is the same thing on the waste pile outside. And uh, we produced some concentrate. Basically, it was one sample, which we sampled 12 times. And then we found out, uh, you know, we checked for silver. Uh, we checked for cobalt and nickel. We found out it's possible our drill program that we did, the 60,000 meters on Castle East, might be low. Uh, if you look at the way the results are produced, we noticed uh, the lower grade, uh, the lower screen material, the finer material had a lower silver grade, while the what they call a plus 20 mesh had three times the grade. So basically, uh, we're looking at 200 ounces a ton mm -hmm. uh, in the finer material, but in the coarser material, 
it's seven, eight hundred uh, ounces a ton silver. And that is a result because we have so much native silver. So we have to relook at our numbers. I know we're late on sub submitting our 43101. Uh, we had a lot of questions, uh, you know, like uh, when the guys, the labs, we did some of the stuff with our lab and some of it was sent out and the numbers were not what we call reproducible, but the numbers were pretty high. Uh, it could be that, uh, you know, we have to take a larger sample than just a drill core sample and submit it to more than one assay. Like I said, if you look at those results, we did 12 assays for one sample, and you'll notice uh, the silver assays came back quite high, much higher than we expected, while the copper, cobalt, nickel assays stayed the same regardless of the size class. So it's significant. It, it could be quite significant. And we did find some historical uh, mines operating in the camp. Uh, there's one called uh, the Nipissing Mine, which actually was originally uh, became Noranda, and then, of course, Noranda became uh, uh, right now... Uh, uh, Glencore has the asset, but mm -hmm. uh, they had a mine and a mill that uh, produced 2,900 ounces a ton day in, day out, and they produced 40 million ounces uh, of this high-grade material. So it's possible uh, we might find something like that uh, in the Goganda area. Uh, like you know, we have some crazy numbers. We had stuff almost 90,000 grams a ton silver, uh, narrow veins, but super, super high-grade. Okay. And lastly, Frank, while you're here, I wanted to ask you also about uh, some recent news you had out about uh, finalizing and signing an option agreement uh, for a large lithium project. Tell me about this one. Well, the reason we picked this up, uh, one of our geologists worked with this individual. Uh, he's actually at a miner at, uh, at the McCaskill mine, which Agnico Eagle Mines has, but he seems to be prospecting a fair amount. It's next to power metals, and power metals hit some pretty crazy grades. Uh, for lithium, so basically staked a very large land package, and uh, that more than likely we're going to put that into another shell. And then, of course, if we put that into another shell, it'll be a standalone, and then, of course, the shareholders of CCW uh, will get a, a share in a warrant. So basically, we're looking at possibly two spin-outs uh, this mm. year, and uh, you know, we've done these before, like when we spun out uh, this silver asset, you know, the shares uh, we gave them at five cents, we took the stock up to 88 cents, and the warrants were at 10 cents. So you know, the investors made about 16 million in dividends. So it, it's, we're in a good market. I think it's finally turned around. And I think, you know, to really make this beneficial, we'll have a standalone precious metals play, which is, of course, EB Auto and Castle. Uh, we're looking for another property, which we've been kind of picking up uh, the shares of the company. It's uh, fully permitted to go into production, depending on the structures made. But basically, uh, CCW will come a pure silver gold play. While, uh, you know, Coniagas will be a base metal EV uh, play. And, of course, lithium will be a, a standalone. Wow. Lots of work ahead, Frank. You're very busy, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. Good to see you, my friend. Thanks very much, Frank. Have a good day. Bye. Yeah, you as well. There's Frank Bassett, the CEO of Canada Silver Cobalt Works.